Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. Just when I thought Bill's Mafia was getting soft on me with baby videos and post-game hugs, they got a hold of some fireworks and rekindled my faith. Perna. It's the flavor that makes you go. I told you, rock. I told you, rock. Today, though, I want to talk about the play of all the illustrious quarterbacks this week. And by illustrious, I mean young guns. The BB shooters, the pre-pube passers, as Jim Nance so affectionately calls them. The NFL is experiencing a youth movement at the position, except in New England, where after Jarrett Stidham threw one pick six, now has a new teammate in quarterback Cody Kessler. That's the Patriot way. Screw up once on the field, and we will bring in your replacement. Screw up twice, you're cut. Screw up a lot off the field, well, we'll exploit your talent and win a Super Bowl. And we also have the Ansel Adams of nudes, Tariq Cohen, to discuss OBJ's on-field savviness, the Steelers' new hate of draft picks, Jerry Jones' bizarre take on riding the horse, whole bunch of NFL stuff. That's good. Sports! This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. The only way to make the NFL even more exciting is to bet on the games. So do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports books. And don't forget, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. And MyBookie.ag is the best in the business. It's where I play, and it's where you should too. Join MyBookie, and they will double your first deposit. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE to activate the offer. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. You play, you win, you get paid. You know what the serious journalists say, if it pees, it leads. And today's breaking lead story is that Bears running back Tariq Cohen accidentally posted Kyle Long's dick onto his Instagram live stream. Cohen was live streaming from the Bears locker room after their Monday night football win for some reason. And as you can see, Kyle Long, well, it's blurred here, so you can't really see, but Long was changing in the background of Cohen's live stream as a football player would do in a locker room. Now, due to the precedent established by Chad Johnson changing his name to Ocho Cinco, the NFL has to honor Kyle Long changing his name to Kyle Dong. I am adamantly against players streaming video in NFL locker rooms. I do not want my son, when he's born, to see an NFL player's penis one day. That will only give him incredibly false expectations of what my DNA can provide. People were even dick-shaming Kyle Long, saying it's not so long. And personally, I think those people should be arrested. Because if we're going to complain about professional athletes' dicks, then what chance do us normal guys have? In very important news, Odell Beckham Jr. told Akib Tlaib during their Monday Night Football game, I had to not wear my chain tonight. I said if he wear that chain in front of me, I'm going to snatch it off. So he wore it in front of me, so I had to snatch it off. That shows OBJ watches the tape, studies his opponents, and he knows Aqib Tlaib broke Michael Crabtree and his chain. And he will snatch that watch too if he gets a chance. Now, I really don't know why the Patriots signed backup quarterback Cody Kessler. I know watching your second string QB come in and throw a pick six to the Dolphins 
is like watching your second child struggle with the multiplication tables while your much older first son, Thomas, is getting his PhD in mathematics. But he just started third grade. You don't need to adopt a smarter kid just to motivate him. And you know your PhD son isn't moving out of your fucking basement anytime soon, so what's the point, New England? Maybe Belichick is actually worried Tom Brady might get hurt this season. Or maybe he's pissed off the guy he drafted to replace Tom Brady and Jacoby Brissett is tearing it up in Indianapolis. Right now, you could argue Brissett is outplaying Tom Brady. You could argue that. They both have seven touchdowns. Jacoby has one pick to Tom zero. Tom has more yards, but Brissett has a better completion percentage at 71 to Tom 67. And Jacoby has had to play three real teams so far. The Chargers, Titans, and Falcons. The fact that Tom doesn't lead the NFL in every passing category is a sign he's washed up. I'm only sort of kidding, of course. Uh, The Titans are giving up the third fewest passing yards per game, Falcons are top 10, and the Chargers are middle of the road at 17. The defenses, though, that the Pats have played in the Steelers, Dolphins, and Jets are giving up the second, fifth, and seventh most passing yards, and the Dolphins and Steelers are giving up the most and fifth most passing touchdowns. The point here is it's actually quite stunning how easy the Patriots' schedule has been. Now, the Pats prepare for the Bills, a team that's at least half good, a place Tom Brady is 15-2. And And yes, it's true, since he amassed that impressive record, not even a Bills quarterback has that many wins in Buffalo. Now, it is official. There is no correct way to find or evaluate a future NFL quarterback. It is 100% a guess, and translating college play to NFL success is no longer real. Currently, Gardner Minshew, sixth-round pick, Kyle Allen, an undrafted free agent, Daniel Jones, first round, sixth overall. Then you have Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield, both number one overall picks, and neither are playing better than the three quarterbacks I just mentioned. Now the sample size is small, way too small to make any intelligent observations about these players. So instead, I will make unintelligent observations and predict which of these young quarterbacks is actually good and who will end up in the Hall of Fame, probably. Let's start with Baker Mayfield. Since entering the league, he has thrown 19 interceptions, which is the most in the NFL. He's also thrown six of those in the fourth quarter, also more than any QB. That is a pretty telling stat, okay? It it shows Baker's biggest problem is turnovers, folks, because usually a Baker can handle those. Speaking of someone who can handle a turnover or two, Rex Ryan said Baker Mayfield was overrated as hell. And Baker responded by saying, I mean, in the, in the wise words of Freddie Kitchens, if you don't wear orange and brown, you don't matter. And Rex Ryan doesn't have any colors right now for a reason, so it's okay. Sadly, the only way Baker is a Hall of Fame quarterback is if Rex Ryan actually becomes his head coach. Kyler Murray, he has zero wins as a starter in Arizona. He's 0-2-1. Fucking Josh Rosen got a win in his second start with an even worse Cardinals team around him. Josh Rosen only needed to complete 10 passes in 2018 to beat the 49ers. Safe to say, Kyler Murray is a bust. Gardner Minshew may have had his manhood rattling around like a pinball trying to fill the stretched out jockstrap big dick Nick left behind, but he has a mustache, which has gifted him a five touchdown to one interception ratio. That's five to one for the math stupid, Jarrett Stidham. 
from earlier. He has a 73.9 completion percentage, second only to Dak Prescott. Anyone that can pull that off on a team that endured Blake Bortles deserves a bust in Canton. And one that includes the mustache, which serves as a reminder, Gardner looks like the only video game he ever played was indeed pinball. Then we have Kyle Allen. Allen has 144.4 quarterback rating after one start this season. That ties him with RG3, who threw just six passes week one in the Ravens' blowout win over Miami, filling in for Lamar Jackson. Kyle Allen has three big problems, though, right now. He's only played the Cardinals' defense, who gives up the fourth most points per game. He has two first names, and neither of them are cool, like Gardner or Construction Worker. And he is not the Play 60 kid. Don't forget 60 minutes of play a day, right? You know, grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. And play in the NFL. Yes, sir. And be drafted number one. Maybe. And become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. <laughs> okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. Every single social site ripped that idea, and I wish we could credit the first person who did it. Since we can't, Kyle Allen will not be credited as a Hall of Famer. Then we have Daniel Jones, named NFC Offensive Player of the Week, even though Kyle Allen was better. Like Kyle Allen and Gardner Minshew, Jones has a quarterback rating over 100, plus two passes to go over 40 yards, more than Allen and Minshew. To me, he's more like Tom Brady than Eli Manning, though. After the Bucks dropped a pick six and Matt Gay missed an easy game-winning field goal, he's clearly got the favor of the football gods. Now, so did Eli in the Super Bowls, but bullying a gay kicker like Jones did means he also has the favor of witches, dark lords, and Satan, much like one Thomas Brady. Danny Dimes, definitely a Hall of Famer. I mean, Saquon Barkley is out for quite a while with an ankle injury, and Giants fans have hope because of Jones, who was the worst draft pick in NFL history just five months ago. If you disagree with any of these evaluations, then I only have one thing to say. Shut the fuck up, learn football, bro. He can't tell it. It's an automatic review by the proof. He can't tell it. He will lose the call. Shut the fuck up and learn football, right? I'm tired of some radio station asked Jerry Jones about Robert Quinn's sack dance. His response makes the Cowboys 3-0 start even more impressive. Jones said, Well, that's one of the best things I've seen, riding that pony. You know what's fun is sometimes Zeke will do something like that. He'll put a towel on or put on some shorts and head down through the middle of the dressing room, kind of spanking himself as he emulates riding a horse. And that's before a game. So you can see what an asset he is on and off the field for the Dallas Cowboys. Woo-wee, I'm Jerry Jones. And there's no need for me to comment on that. Anything I could say would only degrade the poetic description by Jerry Jones. Except that there's a 99% chance he hallucinated the whole thing. Chargers running back Melvin Gordon is also ending his holdout, returning to Chargers camp this week. Besides resting his body, he accomplished nothing. Melvin, if Andrew Dice Clay taught me anything from the last season of Entourage, it's that you never cave. You never cave and everything will work out super duper happy for you. Melvin will not play against Miami, which... which which is kind of, kind of the team you want to play against, right, Melvin? Broncos kick returner posted a graphic that said he hit 20.13 miles per hour on his 57-yard kick return against the Packers. Pretty cool, except his caption was, God peed. 
Now, I never read the Bible, but if on the seventh day, this is what God did, I may have to at least skim Genesis. God definitely peed on Sunday. On the field and in the Broncos' fucking faces. Okay, yeah, I know the lightning bolt was supposed to be an S, but come on, Deontay, there's a dubious history with using lightning bolts as S's. Finally, the Pittsburgh Steelers will be without their first, third, and fifth round picks in 2020 after trading for Nick Vanette. Nick Vanette. Just what you wanted when you are on pace for your highest draft position in years. Mason Rudolph will certainly benefit from having a tight end on the roster who has amassed four receptions for 38 yards this season. Just what the Steelers needed. And that is all your NFL news today. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Ah, please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna. It's just my name. Also, if you want to listen to these episodes podcast style, download and subscribe to the That's Good Sports podcast, wherever podcasts are posted. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.